Sometimes you need a place to pause and disconnect from the noise of business and family management in order to connect with God. And I'm happy to announce that the Refreshed Moms Prayer Room app was created to help you do it. Okay, so if you been listening to the Refresh Moms podcast, you know how vitally important it is for us to rest in order to do the work that we feel God has called us to do, as well as raise our babies and manage our families. But spiritual rest, which to me is one of the most important ways we need to rest, tends to be compromised many times or put on the back burner, not because we don't desire deep connection with God, not because we don't want to nurture our faith. It's mainly because we're over committed, we're over functioning, we're overwhelmed with the things we have to do. We are tired. And sometimes we need a little bit of help creating some consistency around our faith habits. So as a mom entrepreneur, what I have found is that I needed help connecting deeply with God in short periods of time. And the Refresh Moms Pro Room app has been designed to help you do exactly that. So inside the app, you're going to receive guided prayers that have been written to allow you to pray specific prayers around your business and your family. There are mom entrepreneur focused devotions. They're written around topics that are important to you as a mom entrepreneur in order for you to easily integrate your faith with your work. There's scripture meditations for you to read or listen to. And let's let the word of God being read wash over your soul and wash over your heart. There are mindfulness meditations. These are designed for you to stay connected with what you need and how you need to be refreshed. There are faith-filled playlists for you to play throughout your workday and refreshing recipes that will keep you nourished as well as energized in order to get your work done. Listen, I have struggled with fitting Bible study into my day. I know what it's like to try to balance it all. And the Refresh Moms Prayer Room app is created to make that just a little bit easier for you. You can grab this app on the iOS app store or on Android. You can go to the show notes and grab it. Just hop into your app store on your phone and do a search for Refresh Mom's Prayer Room and download it or go to deannamason.com forward slash prayer room and you can grab it there. You can create deep, intimate connections with God in short periods of time. And I'm so happy the Refresh Mom's Prayer Room is here to assist you. I hope to see you in the app. Hey, welcome back to the Refresh Moms podcast. This is Deanna Mason, your host, and glad to have you here today. We're going to talk about seasonal rhythms of working and resting. I thought this was a in-time topic because of what the fourth quarter season means to me in my work and I thought maybe it'd be interesting for you to learn how I approach my work rhythms, my rest rhythms throughout the year, because this particular season is one that is catered towards rest. And I thought it might be good to share with you how this plays out across my entire year. So I want to talk about creating seasonal rest and work rhythms for yourself as an entrepreneur, as a woman leader, as a mom leader. And the idea is to 
allow this approach or whatever approach that you identify for yourself or whatever approach that you um, are doing right now, that you're able to assess whether or not it's aligned with what the seasons of the year actually need to be for you in order for you to stay um, rested, to um, not fall into a place of consistent burnout. The way that you are working throughout the year and in certain seasons, it plays a part. And so that's what I wanted to dedicate this episode to. So let me just start off with kind of defining what I mean when I say seasonal rest and work rhythm. So in a nutshell, it's just you knowing how you work in each season, you know, the four seasons of the year, how you actually work in each season, how you show up in each season or possibly need to show up if you're not doing it right now. How do you need to show up in each season and also knowing how you need to rest in each season? That's what seasonal rest and work rhythms are to me. So I'm just going to share what my generally looks like. I'm going to start with fourth quarter because it's easy for me to work from fourth quarter around and, you know, go through the entire year. So fourth quarter is basically, you know, we're wrapping up fall and we're entering into winter at the end. And it's of course, holidays. We got Thanksgiving and Christmas, huge holidays, huge opportunities to invest time with family and I like to make room for that. I like to make room to go deeper with family, whether that's travel, whether that's having family come in. I actually have family coming in for Thanksgiving this year, you know, whether that's me, you know, that's me and my family traveling to go somewhere for Christmas or New Year's or Thanksgiving, you know, I make room for that travel in that fourth quarter. But traditionally speaking, and it's been like this for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been homeschooling and um, working. I've had to rest more in fourth quarter than I normally do in the other quarters of the year. So I literally have to take more time off of work. I have to schedule um, longer breaks. So that normally looks like, you know, of course, taking the entire week of Thanksgiving off the entire, you know, from Monday through that Friday, generally speaking, I don't work at all. And then I take two to three weeks off completely in December. I just don't work for about three weeks. It's like a three-week vacation for me. And then I hop back into work in January. And I'm going to talk about that in a second when I talk about first quarter, what that looks like. But the fourth quarter is a season of rest for me. It's when I'm working less, I'm not working as many hours and I'm taking it slower And the idea of this quarter is to pour in a lot more than I'm pouring out in order to basically re-up for the next year. So when I hop into first quarter, I had to learn that I am not ready to work the first week of the year, you know, the first work week of the year right after New Year's. What I would do is like, okay, so New Year's is on January 1st, January 2nd or January 3rd, I'd prepare to be right back to work. I did that a couple years in a row and realized that that I can't do that. I'm not quite ready to jump into that, at least the rigor that I was jumping back in. I was jumping into, you know, my normal day's work right after New Year's. 
and I wasn't ready. And, it, and when I was homeschooling, I would do the same thing. And I had to realize that I needed like a week of rolling back into work. So I would do maybe half days or I would take, you know, let's say that New Year's was on a Sunday and the, you know, January 2nd fell on a Monday. I would not work that Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday and that Thursday and Friday. I slide into work and, and when I was homeschooling in homeschooling. And maybe just do a couple hours, just do half days. And then that next week, I might add in an an extra hour. So instead of two hours of work a day, I was doing three hours of work a day and doing three hours of homeschooling a day. And then that next week, you know, I should be ready to commit to our normal work and school load. I had to learn the hard way that that's how I needed to roll back in after the holiday season and after a quarter of rest. Now, even though I roll back into work, my January quarter is dedicated mostly to doing reflective work and understanding how I am about to execute the rest of my year. I do not do that in fourth quarter. <laughs> the reason why I don't do that in fourth quarter is because my I am usually mentally fried, too mentally fried to try to map out my goals for 2021 or for the next year. I'm tired and I'm not clear. <laughs> but while I am resting in fourth quarter, I have a lot of opportunities for clarity. I write a lot of things down. I'm doing a lot of journaling. God is speaking, or I shouldn't say God is speaking. His voice has become a lot more clear when I'm rested and I'm able to get a lot of questions answered for me that is going to inform how I'm going to plan my year as far as my work approach and my goals, because I've gotten a lot of information from my resting quarter. I'm fresh off of a, a weekend getaway. I just literally... 30 minutes ago, walked back into my house and unpacked my car. And I sat down to record this podcast episode because my son edits the podcast for me and he does it on Sundays. And I just got back into the house and I want to get this recorded because <laughs> I want it published this week, this coming week. And he has a very small window of time on a Sunday that he allocates to um, editing the podcast. So I'm like, let me hop in and record this for him so he can do this before he needs to do his homework. (laughs) So that's why I'm doing this now, but I'm fresh off of, um, a weekend getaway. I went to the mountains with a friend and I knew, I, I know how God's voice becomes clear when I am rested. I had, I went into the weekend with some questions regarding some decisions I needed to make around my business. I didn't have answers. But I knew once I slowed down and once I started relaxing, I was going to get in touch with those answers. I just knew it because I know how it works. (laughs) And sure enough, I got the two things that I knew I wanted to answer that I was hoping that I would have some clarity around before I came home. I absolutely got those answers. That happens to me through the whole quarter, through my whole rest quarter. I am jotting things down. I am moving slow enough to um, 
notice things when they pop up, you know, uh, an answer may pop up in one space that maybe I normally just scroll quickly through, but maybe because I'm moving slow, I'm reading through comments or something and an answer may pop up because I'm slower and I'm more, uh, I'm more able to be aware of things because I'm not like jumping from one thing to the next because I'm not moving, you know, at a, you know, at a fast pace, I'm moving at a very relaxed pace and just kind of, um, being a little bit more in tune. I don't know if that's the word I want to use in tune. I'm just more in touch with the voice of God and the guidance when I'm slower. Okay. So I let myself go through that process, things that I might be thinking about, things that I may be wondering about, things that I'm prayerful about. I'm doing a lot of that in fourth quarter. And then when I hop into first quarter, 2021, I'm going to bring all that information with me and I'm going to use that to inform my goals in the plans that I'm going to try to execute, which quite frankly, God doesn't stop speaking. So I come in with a plan and it usually looks a little bit different by the time I get to fourth quarter of that next year. I've, I've, I've pivoted a little bit because, you know, God still speaks, but still, I'd like to start out with kind of like a, a, a blueprint of how I'm going to spend my time and how, where I'm going to focus my work for the year. And God's interruptions are always welcome, but I like to start off with the plan. This is kind of who I am. All right. So let's talk a little bit about second and third quarter of the year. Second and third quarter of the year are my very, very high productivity um, work months. That's where I'm doing a lot of heavy execution, a lot of heavy content, a lot of heavy work. They're happening in second and third quarter, if there's any new project um, that needs to be built out, it's probably happening in second and third quarter. You know, it's a very, very high productivity month. I'm probably running programs. You know, if I'm having a group program of some sort, I'm, I'm having it in second and third quarter. That's when it's happening. Um and then by the time I get to the end of third quarter, I am very, very ready for a very slow fourth quarter. And that's the rhythm. I rest in fourth quarter. I'm more reflective in first quarter. I'm reflective and I'm planning. Um, I think fourth quarter I'm reflective too, because I'm doing a lot of just listening and journaling. But I kind of... I. Sh- I'm reflective more on the things that I jotted down and got in touch with in fourth quarter in first quarter and I'm making plans second and third quarter. I'm executing very heavily the plans. So that is basically my seasonal rest and work rhythm. This does not take into account like once a quarter, I like to get away to just rest, whether it's, you know, just a couple of days or maybe it's, you know, a vacation. Those things are happening throughout the year, but that is basically the skeleton of what I know my work rhythms are when I show up in my highest productivity and when I know I need to make room to rest and when I know I need to make room to do more planning and um, goal setting. All right. So how do, how did I figure that out? How do I create a seasonal rest and work rhythm. How do I get in touch with that? If you don't have one, you're like, well, it it all looks the same to me all year round. I just wanted to touch on four things that could help you create this, because I do think if you have this, then that self-awareness is going to make your work better. I 100% think that. (laughs) And I just wanted to share with you these four things. 
The first one is I want you to be in tune with listening to your body and the needs of your body because your body is going to be speaking to you when it needs to rest and slow down. Okay. Um, What we tend to do is just push through the signs that our body is trying to communicate with us instead of pushing through it and saying, I just got to get these things done. I just got to get these things done. I want to encourage you to listen and to make room for the rest that your body is craving. And this shows up differently throughout the year. Okay. So just to give you kind of an example, I'm taking a class this year. It's a nine month class. It's about a 10 hour commitment a week and it is very labor intensive And so I have a schedule of how I fit that in to my work week and my weekend in order for me to get the things done. And so before I was taking, you know, some time off this past weekend to go to the mountains and to rest, I packed all of my um, study materials and my, you know, my class books. And I was like, this will, you know, I'm going to over the weekend try to, you know, knock out some schoolwork. But I knew going into this weekend that I was absolutely tapped out. Just got the app published, just um, got my nonprofit incorporated and starting to um, run some of the programming there in beta format. So I had to create the content for that in order for that to be ready to go in November. And I knew I was tired. I was, I, the, the, this little getaway was, strategically planned because I knew what October would look like. And I knew I was going to need it. I need time to rest and recoup before I hop back into work. And so I thought that, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to rest and I'm going to feel, um, once I'm rested, I'll feel like doing my schoolwork. Now with this particular class, we are allowed to, um, forego one week's worth of work each semester. So this class, we're, we're studying the New Testament and we're going through all the books of the New Testament and we are allowed to forego the study of one book a semester. And so if you're familiar with the New Testament, you understand that some of the books of the Bible are real short and some of them are really long. And it was my plan to save that, you know, basically get out of, um, that get out of jail free is that the it it was um a pass a free pass it's called a free pass i get out of jail free card i was going to save that free pass for one of the longer books just in case my capacity wasn't there to be able to um do the the work around those that longer book i wanted to save the pass for that in case that was to happen. If I didn't feel like I had the capacity to do the longer book, I wanted to be able to say, Hey, I'm skipping this week. And so this particular week we're in second Corinthians and second Corinthians is only 13 chapters long. It's not a short, short book, but it's not a, not a, um, tremendous, I think it's 13 chapters. I think 13 chapters. It's not a particularly, um, long book or short book. It's kind of in the middle, but when I got to the mountains and I, you know, started to rest and started to slow down, I still did not have the energy to pull out my study materials and start working on it. And so I texted um, my work checker <laughs> and let her know that, you know what, I'm going to use my free pass. 
I'm not going to do second Corinthians. Um, I was trying to save that for a longer book, but I'm feeling like what I need is a week off of study. And I'm just going to go ahead and instead of trying to cram it in and try to get it done, I'm just going to say I'm taking the week off and then I'll pick back up, you know, next week with a new book. And she was like, that sounds perfect. Enjoy your weekend. Right. But I was listening to my body and what my body was telling me. I thought that after I get a really good night's sleep and after I relax and after I sit by the fire, you know, after I have some good conversation with my friend, I'm going to wake up the next day. I'm going to feel refreshed and I'm going to jump in and do some work. It did not work that way. I did not have the energy. I wasn't feeling like that's what I needed to do. I felt like I needed to just not do anything um, and just rest. And so that's what I did. So listening to your body is really important for you to understand when your body is feeling certain ways. And instead of just pushing through thinking you got to keep going, see if you can um, identify what actually, you know, whether or not you have to do it or whether or not you're choosing to, you know, push through it instead of just saying, I surrender, I'm not going to get it done. This is not what I need right now. I need to rest. You can identify that for your seasons throughout the year as well. Okay. Number two, be aware of what your family needs seasonally. Um, There's many um, episodes that me and Kelly did in the Refresh Life podcast back in seasons one through four, I believe, Refresh Life podcast. And um, seasons one through three, seasons one through four, something like that. (laughs) But we talk a lot about being aware of your family's rhythms as well. So not just your rhythms, but your family's rhythms and being in touch with what they need seasonally in order for you to make room for what they need and how you need to show up for those needs seasonally. That has to also be a consideration, right? So when I was homeschooling, I knew, you know, some people homeschool all year round. That has never been me. I needed the summers off. I needed to be able to put homeschooling away for a couple months in order to recoup and refresh. And my kids did too. Okay. So we always took the summers off. And there was one summer that I took a part-time job because I'm like, I'm not homeschooling. I might as well, you know, pick up some work just seasonal work over the summer. And I took the job and it was absolutely horrible. It was horrible because I completely disregarded what was needed for that summer. What was needed for that summer was me being available um, for my kids differently now that we weren't homeschooling. And then I also needed that downtime. I still needed rest. I didn't need to just trade the time that I was spending homeschooling with that job. No. Yeah. Did I have time availability now to work a job? I did, but it was absolutely not what I was supposed to do. And by the time it was time for us to start school again, I was so depleted. I couldn't even, uh, I didn't even think that I was going to be able to pull myself together enough to start school on time. Now, some kind of way I got it together and got it done, but I, I was so exhausted because I didn't spend that summer resting. Instead, I spent it working and giving my time somewhere else that my cup was absolutely empty. I was on empty and it it was time to re-up for school. So not only was I not available for my children in a slower setting, I wasn't, I did not make myself available for myself. 
So you have to be aware of what's needed for your family. I think of um, even now that they're in virtual school, when they started virtual school, I, I didn't really know how to forecast what they needed. But, you know, after first quarter, it was very obvious that I needed to work less in order to be available for the, the communication back and forth from the teachers and the different things that my children needed throughout the day. I needed to be more available. And so I had to make my schedule such that it was just a little bit slower, even if that meant just an hour a day difference, you know, instead of working five hours a day, I'm working four hours a day, whatever that is, I needed to make myself more available for my children's virtual experience. That's being aware of what your family needs in order for you to adjust your output in order for you to create rhythms. All right. So the first one was listening to your body and the second one was being aware of what your family needs. Okay. The third one is being confident in what that season needs to be so that you can protect it. So like I just went down what first through fourth quarter looks like for me throughout the year, because I understand what that quarter needs to be. I am now able to protect it. And I know that's when I, when things pop up that want to take me out of what that quarter needs to be, I'm able to say no, or I'm able to not commit how, you know, I learned that about my summer, right? That example I gave to you about, I took that part-time job over the summer a few years back that I know now that that's not what summers need to feel like you know, that summers are different now anyway that I'm working for myself, but, and I'm not homeschooling, but if I was still homeschooling, now I know there's absolutely no way I need to be committing to anything like that over the summer. The summer really needs to be a refresh and re-up for the next nine months of school. That's what summer needs to be. And what, you know, the fourth quarter for me, it needs to be shorter hours in the office and many, many opportunities to rest and take time off. That's what fourth quarter has to be for me in order for me to be ready for the next year. When you understand that, you're able to put boundaries in place to protect what you need. You're able to say no to things, keep things off your calendar, keep things off your schedule, be able to turn things down. <laughs> because you understand if I don't, I'm not going to be well for what the next quarter needs of me, okay? So once you identify these rhythms, just be confident in what that season needs to be so that you can now protect it and communicate it to to people that need it needs to be communicated to. All right, and the last one is pay attention to the evolution of your rest needs because this is what I'm sharing with you as far as what I need today, right? This is what my quarters need to look like today. But you evolve, your life circumstances also evolve, the needs of your family evolve. And as those evolve, be willing to reassess your rhythms, you know, throughout the year, adjust them to what they need to be, and then, you know, step into that new rhythm. Just, you know, none of this is set in stone. It usually has to adjust because things just change, you know, COVID changed the whole game in regards to what needs to happen in my home and what needs to happen in my family and what needs to happen with my work. COVID changed it. It wasn't like that two to two to four week thing we thought it was going to be, you know, we, we had to slow down and feel like, oh, we're going to be here for a while. I've got to make some changes in order for this to actually work. Those types of things are going to happen all the time. There are things that are not in our control that are in our future. And we've got to be um, flexible enough 
to step back, reassess and apply a new rhythm or learn a new rhythm and then apply it because you do have to understand what the rhythm needs to be before you can apply it, but learn that new rhythm and then apply it and then protect it um, once you have it identified. So anyway, I hope that is helpful. That's what I do. Um, It does take a level of self-awareness in order to do that, but it's worth taking the time to get in touch with that. Even if it's like, I'm going to have to spend the whole 2021 actually identifying that for myself, then that's fine. Or maybe you're able to sit back right now and like look back through this past year or the year before last and see if you can identify how you have felt in the past or what didn't feel good or what felt exactly right and see if you can create a rhythm around what you currently know and then spend the next year actually figuring out, does this work? Is this, is this, is this what it needs to be? You can start right now. Start with identifying what fourth quarter needs to look like for you right now. Or whenever you're listening to this, stop and see or identify what this quarter needs to look or next quarter, depending on when you're listening to it. What does it need to look like and feel like? See if you can just get in touch with that. All right. And then do that for every quarter until you understand your seasonal rhythms of work and rest. That is it. I would love to invite you to the refresh. That doesn't even make any sense. I would love to invite you. I am inviting you. (laughs) It is my joy to invite you to be a part of the Refresh Moms Facebook group community. This is just a space where we can gather to support each other as we make healthy rhythms of rest. And I Uh, focus a lot on spiritual rest and making sure that we're making room to integrate our faith and um, connections with God throughout our day so that we can literally sustain this work that he has called us to do. And there's no business um, training or anything like that happening. It really is just a support space for creating healthy and consistent rest rhythms. You can hop in the group, Refresh Moms, community on Facebook or just go to deannamason.com forward slash refresh moms group. You can find me that way, but I would love to have you. And if you haven't already, go ahead and download the refresh moms prayer room app. It's just another resource that I have to help you in your goals of creating consistent rest rhythms. You can download it for $19.99 on iOS or Android deannamason.com forward slash prayer room. You can learn more about it there or just hop in the show notes. You can go in the show notes. You can find the Facebook community link there as well as download the app. That is it. Thank you so much for listening today. If um, this episode was helpful, please reach out, let me know, tag me in a post or share it in your stories. Um, Leave a star rating or review. I would love to hear from you. And I loved spending time with you today on the episode. I hope you stay refreshed. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Refreshed Moms podcast. Hey, if you're a fan of this podcast, I'd love it if you can leave a star rating and review. This helps put me in front of more beautiful women just like you. So before you hop off, stop by and click a star rating and leave a review. Don't forget, find me on Facebook and Instagram at Refreshed Moms to receive your daily dose of refreshment. Let's connect again soon. All right. Bye for now.